From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, December 30th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Ukiah City Council will be short one member as soon as 2nd District Supervisor-elect Maureen Mulhern leaves the council to take her seat on the Board of Supervisors next week. Earlier this month, the council voted to fill her seat by appointment rather than special election. The council has replaced departing members by appointment at least since 1947, according to a document put together by City Clerk Christine Lawler. In 2013, when Mari Roden left, the council did call for a special election, but Steve Scalmanini was the only candidate, so the election was canceled and he was appointed instead. A special election would cost the city $30,000, since there are no other jurisdictions to share the check. The application for the current position is due at noon on January 21st. It's pretty extensive, asking would-be council members about the top three to five most important issues facing the city, how they'd resolve a situation where their personal philosophy is at odds with what's best for the city, and requesting that they weigh in on public safety, infrastructure, economic development, and quality of life, among other issues. Deputy City Manager Shannon Riley says there's a reason for the comprehensiveness of the application. So I'm wondering if the city council decided to privilege people based on certain qualifications. Not necessarily. Uh, Ultimately, the city council can choose anyone, you know, regardless of their qualifications, as long as they live in the city and they're a registered voter. But we did feel like it was important for us to have a good amount of information. If you think about it, if someone goes through the election process, these are similar questions that they would be asked by various media, by, you know, candidate forums, by all types of events. So this is the same information, really, that anyone putting themselves out there through the election process would be offering. The council meets on the first and third Wednesday of every month, and the meeting on the sixth has been canceled, so it'll be down one member for only one session. There is a special meeting on Thursday the 28th where the council will review the applications, but no decision is required until 60 days after the official date of resignation, which is Monday, January 4th. So the council will evaluate the, the uh, applications, And then each council member will have an opportunity to nominate from those applications and the council will vote on those nominations. So that'll really be entirely up to the city council. They meet the first and third Wednesdays of every month. So presumably this could happen at the first meeting in February. So they'll be short a council member for about a month since... um the first Board of Supervisors meeting of the year is January 5th, and I think um, Mulhern right. and McCordy will be there. That's right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have four council members currently. Um, that does present a little bit of a challenge in that that's an even number. And so, you know, potentially we could um, not have a majority vote if there was something controversial, and we'd have to work through that. And the other implication is that we have postponed the council assignments to their committees and ad hocs and other special assignments. So if there are, basically if they were assigned uh, to something over the last year, they're just carrying that on for an extra month. But council member Mulhern did serve on a number of committees and um, ad hocs and whatnot. And so we always have an alternate and we have a designated staff person. So either the alternate and or the staff person will be filling in on those committees in her absence. 
So it's interesting that nobody's applied yet since there were seven candidates for the seat. And, of course, one one of them won, and there was a letter to the editor from another one saying that she decided not to be on the city council. But there are still a few other people floating around whom we know are interested in, in serving. Yeah, again, you would you would need to double check with the city clerk to make sure that no applications have actually been received. But given that the deadline is still three weeks away, and, and as you noted, it is a pretty extensive application, people may just be taking their time or, you know, playing, playing the game. Um, once it's submitted, I think it probably becomes public information. And so um, there's a little bit of gamesmanship, perhaps, and who's going to throw their hat in the ring. Of the seven candidates who ran in November, Doug Crane and Josefina Duenas won the two seats in contention. Jenny Kimbler, who came in third place, created a social media furore when she used her candidate Facebook page to call for extrajudicial shootings of protesters. A screenshot of the post, which was filled with obscenities, misspellings, and unconventional punctuation choices, appeared on Mendo Fever a month before the election. In a letter to the editor that ran in the Mendo Voice last week, Kimbler thanked her supporters, who knew what was truly in her heart. If we all agreed with one another all the time, no new solutions would emerge, she wrote. She went on to say that the past few months have made her realize that she does not need to be on the city council to make a difference for her community. Earlier this week, we reached out to Scalmanini and Brian Erickson, who were also on the ballot, but both of them were undecided as to whether or not they'd apply for the open seat. Ed Donovan said he was not planning to apply. Ahead of the December 16th meeting, where the council chose to appoint a fifth member, Donovan and another community member wrote to the council, recommending that they choose the remaining candidate, Cameron Ramos. In arguments to dissuade the council from choosing the third-place runner-up, Donovan quoted a few of the more pungent excerpts from Kimbler's now infamous post, and another writer said she trusts that anyone advocating violence will not be considered for the position. Ramos had not submitted an application when we checked last night, but... Earlier this week, he said he was planning to. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.